Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. What is going on, Grinders? It's Chief. We are in the building. It is Take Your Pick'em. It is Thursday, July 20th, 2023, and I am elated to come on yet again and talk with all of you beautiful people in the industry. It's a great day to make a few dollars. It's a great day to be alive. It is a great day to help your fellow citizens. And so we're going to kick this thing off. As you know, it is winning words of wisdom. And this one is very simple. Uh, this one is coming from uh, Alicia Dixon. And it, it once again, this is a very simple quote, but I like it a lot. It says, if you have a positive frame of mind, you can manifest positive things in your life. Jeff, good morning, my brother. Salute. Glad to see you, man. Uh, look, folks, I'm big on thinking positively about yourself, about others. Uh, and so I, I do believe that if you can think it, you can be it. If you can be it, you can achieve it. And so that's why it's so important to think positively, man. Sometimes in life, you feel like things are going to spiral out of control, but stay locked in, stay on the grind, stay thinking the best thoughts, and you will continue to push forward. It reminds me of the movie, The Pursuit of Happiness. And I know you guys have watched that, or some of you probably have watched it with Will Smith. Look, man, that was a, a, a really touching movie. This guy's got a kid and he's got to take care of this son. And uh, he just had to keep pushing forward. Yeah, he was in some rough spots, but in the end, he was able to come out because of the perseverance, because of the positive mindset. That doesn't mean you won't have a meltdown or two along the way. Dust yourself off, get back up, keep moving forward. All right, let's go for our recap uh, from yesterday. Kind of a mixed bag yesterday. We pretty much checked off every box yesterday. Boy, I hated it so much. Uh, really destroyed what I thought was going to be a really, really, really good slate down the stretch. Shame on me for uh, picking on the Minnesota Twins thinking that Castillo wasn't going to get the job done. We'll just start there. Mr. Castillo, eight strikeouts. We wanted less than that projection. Obviously, he was able to get there. Here's the thing. Castillo did not pitch well. Don't let it fool you. But he was still able to get the strikeouts. Was that around 95 pitches through five innings? Uh, the Minnesota Twins did score some runs. They didn't do enough damage at the plate to keep the strikeouts down. So Castillo 
Eight strikeouts. We wanted less net projection. That was an L. We had John Gray at six strikeouts. We wanted less net projection. We were able to come through with that one. Pray John Gray's okay. Got hit in the leg, so he left, I think, in the fourth inning. Four and a third or five and a third. I think it was four and two-thirds or something like that. He left, so we were able to get the win there. And then Waldachuk at five strikeouts. We wanted less than that projection, and he was at a push. So on the month so far, we are 18, 10, and 1, and we want to continue to push forward in a positive manner. Sweeps are on the way. All right, so let's hop in here. We are going to kick it off. Uh, I've got a spot that I that I really like here this morning. And once again, this has kind of been maybe my favorite pitcher down the stretch recently, just in terms of the upside, in terms of what he's offered us, uh, in terms of the consistency. Uh, and so I, I really like this spot for him. And I'm going to share some details as to why. Um, and I, I think he's a touch too low today. I actually think he is one strikeout too low. Brian, good morning, sir. Positive vibes always. Positive vibes always. Uh, once again, I think this particular pitcher is one strikeout too low today. And so as a result, I want to get in on this. I think he's got the bump down because of the name value of the lineup. As you can see, I've got it pulled up on my screen share. For those of you that are riding in your cars, exercise and don't worry. We will discuss the statistics verbally. We've got Blake Snell. Blake Snell is sitting at six strikeouts today. And uh, Coach, hey, glad to be in the number one more time. You guys need to be following Coach on Twitter, man. Uh, I think Coach is on a, a 75 hard quest, I think it is, and he's exercising, getting the body right, getting the mind right. He's also training players. Uh, so check Coach out on Twitter. Coach, good to see you, my brother. Uh, so with Blake Snell, Blake Snell is at six strikeouts. He is at five and a half on the sports books, obviously. But I'm saying across the side, I still think that's a little bit too low. I think – uh, Blake Snell should be able to blow past this number today. We've got him on the season, 32% K rate, 30% to lefties, 32% to righties. Over the last 30 days, we've got him at a 42.9% K rate across the board, and that's to lefties and righties. Now, here's the interesting thing to be about Snell. He's facing an offense today in the Toronto Blue Jays that on the surface, they don't really have a lot of strikeouts on the season. You know, they've been okay. Like Chapman's at 29, and he's typically going to strike out a little bit more. Uh, and Whit Merrifield's typically not going to strike out too much at all. Jansen at 22, Kiermaier at 21. Here's the interesting part. They don't have a lot of power. So Bichette's got a little power. Chapman's got some power. Jansen's got some power. This guy's got a, a, a massive K rate. When I looked at the past 30 days, with the Toronto offense, it was very shocking. And I know sometimes people may think, well, Chief, why are you looking at 30 days? Why are you looking at this? My philosophy on that, and I, I don't think I've discussed it enough, is I want to know what's going on right now because teams get hot, teams get cold, pitchers get hot, pitchers get cold. I want to know what's going on right now, and then I will make adjustments along the way as things change. Uh, that's the same way I kind of approach DFS. Well, when I look at the past 30 days for the Toronto Blue Jays, look at these numbers. So. Uh, and, and roughly, you know, a, a 10 to a dozen plate appearances for most of these guys, the strikeout rates have really come up uh, for this team over the past month. And so I really want to attack this. Once again, if, if, if Snell wasn't a high strikeout pitcher, I wouldn't be so aggressive with this one uh, because, you know, with, with lower strikeout guys, I don't want to attack good teams. But with Snell and the way he's been pitching recently and how the strikeout rate has ticked up, and then we look at the Blue Jays, obviously, like I said, 10 to a dozen 
uh, plate appearances for most of these guys. The strikeout rates have come up, and you've got a pitcher that's been pitching really well coming into town. I like Snell here. I think this is a good opportunity for us to invest. So once again, you know, we probably won't get this too much across the, around the industry. As you can see, our projections have them around 5.7. And I don't pull up the bat every day. I let, let's pull up the bat and just kind of see where it, where the bat has Snell at. So the bat has Snell at 5.61. So I'm sure some of the bat users are probably going to be taking uh, under that or they're just going to fade it altogether, taking less than that projection. Me personally, I think Snell is pitching really well. I think this is a good spot for us to get him lower than he has been. Snell has been 7, 7.5, 8. A lot of these past slates. So I think that's a little value there in terms of uh, what he can accomplish with his skill level. So once again, that's Blitzdale, six strikeouts. Really like that one. And we are going to plug right along. Now, this one, this particular one, I think you're only going to get on underdog. Okay. I think you're only going to get that on underdog. And so we're going out. We've got Zach Gallon. He's facing the Atlanta Braves. And Zach Gallon, we want one and a half walks. We're going less than that projection. Zach Gallon just has not been been um, he hasn't been walking guys a lot this season. As you as you can see on the season, four point nine percent walk rate total, five percent to lefties, four point eight percent to righties. Past thirty days, he's at three point nine percent, four point seven to lefties, three point four percent to righties. I am going to pull up the bat again, and Cardi, th thanks so much for this wonderful tool uh, that's blessed this industry. Uh, I'm going. I'm going to pull up because there's something I want you to see. And Strider's right on top. This applies to Strider as well, and it's really just the umpire data. So when I when I look at the umpire data here, looks like we've got a pitcher's umpire. And so when I've got a pitcher's umpire, that means we might get a few a few balls or, or a few uh, few pitches. Excuse me, catching the corners that will become strikes versus becoming balls. And so when that's the case, I do like to look at this type of data, especially when I'm looking at walk props, unless a guy is just really, really out there in terms of overs. Um, like some guys, they just walk a lot of guys generally. And so whether there's a pitcher's up or not, uh, if I'm if I'm on an over, uh, I don't mind that. But with, with Strider and uh, and um, and uh, and Gallon having a pitcher's up. I want less than that for Gallon. Like I said, he's been really good this season overall. Hasn't been walking a ton of back. And then overall, overall on the uh, on the season, we've got he, he doesn't uh, the, the Braves don't walk a lot. Like we've got Acuna at ten percent, Olson at fourteen, uh, Ozuna at ten. But he's a guy that's pitching into the zone with good control. So I, I want to attack that. I think at one and a half walks, I really like that. Jeff has a great question here. He said, "Chief, you don't think he will walk Acuna at least twice?" I don't think so, Jeff. I and, and look, he's been really good to righties anyway in terms of uh, the strikeout rate on the season. So I, I'm not expecting him to try to pitch around Acuna. I'm going to expect him to go at him. Uh, once again, if Acuna rattles one off, he rattles one off. But I don't I don't think Zach Gallon is one of those guys where they're going to say, hey, Zach, let's just let's just take our walk with him. I think he's going to pitch uh, to, some, to, to the best hitter on the team. Once again, he's, it's righty-righty, uh, a good platoon spot for him. Acuna doesn't strike out a lot, but I'm not expecting Gallon to, uh, to falter in this spot and just kind of take a back seat. I'm expecting him to go out and pitch uh, and, and pitch pitch well enough uh, to not, not pick up the walks. Once again, walk rate's been really low this season. Really like him a ton. All right, we're moving up to – Jeff, that was a great question, sir. I appreciate it always. We're moving on to the next one here. And this is one where I, I'm not sure – 
Um, if we've got that available all around the at, at, around all the sites, and I did check underdog, it was there, and then it was gone. Uh, it should still be on Prize Picks, and that's Mike Lorenzen facing the Kansas City uh, Royals. I like Lorenzen today. Now on the season, as we can see, the K rate leaves a lot to be uh, overall twenty six percent to lefty, seventeen percent to righties. What I, what I'm liking is the fact that the Kansas City Royals folks are just striking out. At such an astronomical clip. I think Lorenzen is going to be able to pick up a strikeout per inning. I think he pitches at least five innings today. If things are going well, he's probably got upside for six. But I'm, I'm absolutely more interested in a strikeout prop, uh, strikeout square at four and a half on the picking side. So when I look at what we've seen this season, now this is this season in terms of the Royals, the K rates are through the roof on most of these guys, 26% for Garcia, 22% for Witt, 28% for Melendez, 23% for Sal Pal, 38% for Prado. That's in 190 plate appearance. So, so we're getting some good data here. 16.6% for Edward Olivares, uh, 36% for Waters, 30% for Massey, 16% for Nicky Lopez. And that's something we expect. If you look over the past 30 days, you're still going to see massive strikeout rates up and down this lineup where Prado is now even at 53%, Drew Waters at 41. A couple of low strikeout bats, here in Olivares, Massey, and Lopez in the past 30 days. But overall, this is the team that is striking out at a pretty good clip. And so I want to continue to attack this team with pitching. I think Michael Lorenzen is good enough uh, to get the job done for us today. Like I said, on the season, not a massive strikeout guy, but when we look at what the Kansas City Royals are presenting us, I think they're presenting us fantastic opportunities for strikeouts. So when I look at this lineup, when I look at what he's throwing, obviously we're going to see he's throwing fastball, slider, changeup, sinker. Those are the main ones. Obviously, most teams are going to hit the fastball pretty good. He's only at 92 miles per hour. So, but look at this, folks. Fastball, we've got strikeouts. We look at the slider, we're for sure going to have strikeouts. Look at that. When we have the changeup, we're going to have strikeouts. Look at this. More strikeouts. Uh, and then when we go to the sinker, you, you may not see as many, right? Because that's typically a ground ball pitch. But all in all, folks, this team is striking out a ton against all pitch types across the board. I think Lorenzen has enough juice to get us five strikeouts. All right, folks, listen, we're going to go over our recap. We're going to put that time back in your day. Hopefully you guys get to the gym like Coach. Coach, so glad you're able to join us this morning. Jeff, thanks for joining. Brian, thanks for joining. And let's put a little bit more time back in your pockets. Go hang out. Work hard. Grind. Stay positive. Recap. Here we go. At the top of the list, we've got Blake Snell at six strikeouts. We want more than that projection. We've got Zach Gallen at one and a half walks. We want less than that projection. We've got Michael Lorenzen at four and a half strikeouts. We want more than that projection i was going to discuss another play but it bumped as we were starting the show so we're going to keep it at three today folks i'm chief this has been take your pick em. thanks so much for joining me come in with your pockets empty leave with your pockets full let's get the sweet and i will see you tomorrow have a good one